0: When you can see that it's about your legacy and what you can actually do in this world, it's a lot bigger than what is the revenue that I can get to get that beach house or that Lambo or, you know, like the stuff that eventually is going to just stay here, you know, you're going to leave at some point, whether you're going to whatever you believe that you're going, right? So, But what's going to outlast you is the impact that you make. And so how can you really make something that is bigger than yourself?
1: Is your current success putting a lot of demands on you? If you're good at what you do and you are, then everyone wants you, but that's no way to scale. If you're delivering spectacular results, you should be commanding higher fees, working with only the best clients. Welcome to the Hands Off CEO Podcast, where world-class agency owners and consultants learn how to fully monetize their expertise and scale profits by doing less here's your host, Mandy Ellefson. Welcome to the Hands Off CEO Podcast. I am your host, Mandy Ellefson. I am here today with Karen Height. Karen is the co-owner of Height Digital and Operations Director at Master Hackers. I'm really excited to have her on the show.
0: Welcome, Karen. So nice to have you. Thank you, Mandy, for having me. I'm so excited to talk to you today and just to like Go over everything regarding the agency. So, thank you for the invitation. I'm super pumped.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm so excited because Karen and her husband have built this really incredible business that they've grown to 21 franchises, 170 employees. And one of the things that I just love about Karen when we were first connecting is just how committed she is to this bigger vision of supporting the people in Nicaragua and generating over a thousand jobs. Through their agency and through various businesses. So it's really exciting to see someone driven so much by that mission. And I know that you guys do such incredible work over there at Height Digital. And, you know, I'm just really excited to pull out all the details of how you guys scaled up to that place, what you guys are doing now. So you're
0: originally from Nicaragua. Yes. And how did you get started with this business? So we were actually both working in an agency prior to this one. And I graduated from interior design, so it's a long way if you want to talk about that. But, you know, like we both found, I guess, the love for what we did. I'm very focused on systems and operations, as we have talked in the past. And my husband's very much focused on relationships and providing, you know, clients the best experience possible. And it just happened to be that we like fell into the marketing world. Today we're doing marketing tomorrow. I don't know, but we, we focus everything back into what our infinite purpose is and for us right now is to generate jobs here and more than jobs just to like generate this little islands of happiness as we like to call them. And how can we provide the best possible job for you to have and how can we create a culture that empowers the people that we have then to have the best lives possible. That's really our goal.
1: So it sounds like you started with that vision of creating over a thousand jobs in Central America and really building thriving economies there. So is that what really made the determining factor to you guys scaling
0: using a franchise model? So it was really, really unusual the way that we started to do that. It was actually on the pandemic. So like we were, you know, like Mm. I feel like a lot of people just like went into their homes and they just were there. So that's exactly when this happened. We were doing white label before this and it was just something that came up as an idea. We didn't know if it was going to succeed. But, you know, we started the franchise in 2020 in December. And I mean, it's 2022 right now in 21 locations. Like, I think there was definitely something there for us to provide and for us to get as well. So I'm super blessed right now with having like not only awesome people that we partner up through the partnerships, right? And and to the franchise, but long lasting relationships that really have become family. Like these are people that are like onto like the same goal that we have. And like, how can we like continue to provide, you know, like this solutions and this stuff in Nicaragua while we are servicing the US, you know, like how can we get the best service for our clients in the US? And while we're like sort of in a mission as well. So it has been incredible to meet like-minded people that we get to do business with. That's I think like the beauty of the franchise for us. This is really interesting too, because
1: a lot of agencies they go into their business and say, I want to have the least amount of headcount as possible. Yeah. And you guys are like, We want to we want to have the highest headcount as possible. Like you have the
0: reverse goals. They're probably um, smarter. Yeah. If you <laughs> you're probably <more> a <laughs> smart person if you want to do this. Yeah. You know, business is easy until people are in it, right? Like that's just day to day. <laughs> we look at this every once in a while and we think about are we doing the right thing for our, our minds? You know, and honestly, we wouldn't do it any other way. I think just seeing the impact of the people that we have on the team and just the relationships that are being created. You have to be very clear about like what your commitment is in life. And you're all your energy towards that for one reason or another, this is ours. And yeah, I love
1: this because I can hear such passion from what you're doing and what you're building. And one of the things that I see with agency owners is they get to a certain point and they're looking at scaling, but they don't have a big enough reason. There's nothing really driving them. But every time I'm talking with you, I'm hearing this really big passion behind why you guys are building this company in this way. So how has that made growth easier for you guys to have that really clear vision?
0: It's definitely having the right support, the right people next to you and in the right systems in place. I think that that is has been the way for us to achieve that. And besides like the commitment, understanding the true commitment that like you mentioned that you have, because I do agree Whether you're in the beginning of your agency journey or in the middle or whatnot, generating X amount of money, there's always going to be something. New levels, new devils. Like there's always going to be an obstacle that you have to face. And if you don't know why you're doing things, anything's going to like just throw you off. So we talk a lot about, in with our team, anybody that gets hired, we go through a whole training of like what VUCA is. So like VUCA for us is the volatile, uncertain, chaotic, ambiguous, and that is just what the world is. So anytime that, you know, like, An employee just quits out of the nowhere, like your key employee quits today and you're left with like trying to figure out how to, how to do what they were doing in a daily basis. You're going through the ice. What I mean, ice, it's like ice cubes, like in a pool, you get into the ice. Every employee (laughs) that we have in ourselves, like we, we put ourselves in a pool with ice. We have to stay there for like two minutes. That's your onboarding process for height. But the only way that you can do that, because when you go in it, like the first thing that you want to do is just like get out, right? And like shout out to like our mindset coach, Jose Bolanos, because like that's just what we have like done. What happens here is that before you go into that, it's like a whole two hours or so like a theory that we have to talk and like blah, blah, blah. and it's in a group setting. So cool things happen here. You get to know what your commitment is and you get to hear other people's commitments. So it allows you to understand your teammates, you know, like what they're going through, what is their focus in life. And also, if you don't know your commitment, you at least start asking yourself, okay, I need to have something in life <laughs> that is driving me. So when you go into the ice, the first thing your body wants to do is just get out. But the thing that allows you to stay there for two minutes is just having that clear understanding of I'm doing this because of this. And there's nothing better to do in life than understanding what you're doing things for a bigger purpose. Wow, that's incredible. And so
1: there's a number of things to unpack here, so one, you, that you're so clear on your why, but <laughs> you force people through an ice bath experience, a real yep. stress test at a whole level that I,
0: <laughs> Yep, yeah, is, that they have
1: to, to come through it's not even by a trial by fire, it's trial by ice. So it looks like
0: a hazing ritual. It is <laughs> like that sort of is It's funny because after so many employees, everybody posts their like picture and their video, and like it's sort of like. A cool content thing, but anybody now in the country, if you ask, have you heard about like the hype team doing the ice bath, everybody will tell you, Yeah. That's literally what they do. And we actually do this program not only for our team, but for anybody. So like if you ever wanna do that for your own team, let me know. I'll be happy to connect with Jose, Jose Bolaños, he's the person that has Help us guide all of this, and all of our teammates go through his coaching session. You know, and getting the right mindset into that. It is kind of hard, you know, especially if you're hiring all these like Gen Z, you know, millennials. Not even I'm a millennial, I guess, but they don't know yet what their purpose in life. They're not old enough to ask themselves (laughs) type of questions. Did you add like a minute on (laughs) theirs? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you have to have like an extensive time there to like ask yourself, you know. But you know. They come up with something, whatever that is, and they're at least curious about that. And it's just, it allows you to have the same language. So I love this because in building up this culture, the book
1: Presuasion by Robert Caldini, and I might be saying his name wrong, but that's the book. And there's actually a part where he talks about how groups, they will strengthen by going through these rituals. Hazing is actually an example of this. I know you don't want me to call this hazing because that's not what it is. It's a really empowering exercise to be able to bring everyone together, but it actually is a tool to be able to strengthen groups. And I also love that you've isolated something that's really profound that we don't talk about very much with these Gen Z. They haven't figured out this this vision yet. And I think if you can help them get connected with it, it sounds like you guys have been doing, you can get a lot more out of them as human beings, as staff.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, it just helps you to provide if your focus is how do I build the best culture in order to do that, you need to understand what the, the people that are part of this culture need. And so if you don't understand need, like, you need to just provide yourself ways with people in another level. For us, like the number one thing, I need to understand what you're about. And also, it just allows you like, so anytime something like difficult happens, pandemic because things happen out of nowhere, you know, so like a pandemic happened for us. Well, thank goodness we didn't have to lower any salaries. We didn't have to fire anybody, but it was sure a difficult time for all of us. And people go in frantic mode, companies shutting down and people like being fired and all this stuff. And how do you remain sane? Well, it's understanding what the commitment of your leader is. In this case, you know, our CEO, JC, my husband, all of us, right? For them to understand what their, our commitment is to generate a thousand jobs in Nicaragua, they are sure that whatever I do, I want to keep you in a job. It allows that trust to be built in a whole new level than just what do you do this weekend? You know, like, how's your family doing? I think there's more depth into that.
1: I love it. It's making me think about how we could do that. I, I wonder if I've subjected everyone to the ice bath if, I, if, if we would have a team left. But. I'll connect you with Jose <laughs> i right.
0: would be happy to do this. Yeah, with you.
1: Deal. I think that they'd be happy enough if we just went to some cool place like Nicaragua to go do that. So you yeah, <laughs> are like, yeah, I'll sit sure. in there for two minutes if I get to go on a trip there. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you guys were doing white label then you're, we're going to transitioning to franchise. So what was the impetus that made you want to shift to this different business model to scale?
0: Well, when we were doing white label, we we're really successful at it. We had like over a hundred agencies that we were like providing the service to. And imagine like how many clients they had. But as we were doing it, we also got the data on like, okay, what are the successful agencies doing right now? If I have a hundred agencies, there's a 20% that are like, really the ones that are generating those revenue here. And so what are these people doing? Well, these people were the most aligned with us in terms of process. They were not the people that would sell something and then just like, Hey, how do you fulfill this? And we were like, didn't know the expectations were in blah, blah, blah. You know, all this stuff that we have to do. So we just decided. Okay, if I want to provide the best service, and if I want to continue to build this business, I have to centralize a lot of the stuff that our agencies are having the most issues with, which is, for example, like operations, business intelligence, sales, sales and marketing, right? Branding, and then culture. And so what our franchisees now they focus, which is what most entrepreneurs enjoy to do, is to be the brand, go and get the clients. To be that connection, and the reason why you do a franchise is to like have somebody local, so that way you can meet face to face if we need to. Like, so you really become more than a product. You like become a need and a person, and like I have a connection with you, and you understand what my business is about. And so we took everything else on our on our shoulders, right? So like we provide the framework, we provide the system. So like now it's not up to you I'm trying to find the right person to hire for a product, now you rely fully on somebody that's taking care of that. And that is our focus. My mm-hmm. commitment, guess what? It's to generate a thousand jobs. So I definitely want to grow. I definitely want to hire as many people as possible. It's a mission that serves a purpose for our franchisees as well. And they're impacting you know another country completely and generating all these opportunities. And we're systemizing all of this so that way when we're selling something as a franchise they understand what we're fulfilling. And when we're fulfilling something, we understand that the expectations were already set. There is not a better relationship, I think, than this one, because there's fully trust. This is what I'm going to do 100% of the time. So this is my expectation for you and for myself. And I think it's just a clear, very clear conversation.
1: That's incredible. So I'm curious, who franchises this? Is this someone who already has a lot of experience in this, or you train them all the way up? I'm just curious, why would they want to come and be a
0: franchisee? yeah of course so we have tested obviously we're just starting you know it's 21 locations so we have tested a little bit of everything i think at this moment we have found best results with people that are already generating certain amount of revenue on their own because they already understand how to sell which is going to be what their focus is they are also understanding how the product works because they have had clients and they have seen like some of the stuff that Just through experience, you can assess and actually consult on a person how to do. So we do have minimums to join the franchise process. Like it's very much about communication. This is like marriage, right? So I don't expect to get married with the first person I talk to. I want to have as many conversations as possible. And we definitely include even this for us. It's a big deal to understand is your spouse with you in this if you're married, right? And we have to be aligned in every way because we are jumping into a marriage and our goal is to be in in a marriage for a long time.
1: love that. So then they're coming to you guys and being part of what you're building because you built such an incredible structure that actually allows them to scale when maybe on their own. It wasn't something that they wanted to scale on on their own
0: for whatever reason. Yeah. Does that sound about right? Yeah. It depends on what your commitment is. Again, like you mentioned, not everybody wants to have a thousand employees, right? So if your focus is like, how do I impact the life of my clients and my own? And I think this partnership is just like a perfect match. We want to like grow. And if we can come all together and guess what, when you're in a franchise, one of the best things is that this franchise is like super successful and gets client like Texas a guess what? You also got that client because you are hype, you're a franchise. And so you can say that to your clients too. It's the same fulfillment, you know, it's the same people that are like service. So I feel like there's another level of confidence that comes with it.
1: Yeah. That's really interesting. I love that. Well, it sounds like it's a huge opportunity that allows people who otherwise would be too scared to scale a company basically, because they're afraid it's going to eat up their life. They're going to have to have this gigantic team. They're going to have to have all these different functions within the company. It sounds like you really give them the best of the both worlds. So I love this because what I'm hearing is there's this win, win, win happening all the way around. And that's one of the things that I see from some of the most breakthrough companies is that it's a win for your franchisees. It's a win for your company. And it's a win for this whole economy that you're impacting in Nicaragua. Yeah. And that's exactly our goal. Love it. Here's the thing too, is that I want to bring it back to something you said earlier about doing hard things. Because as you were pointing out, this is you're like, maybe this isn't the smartest way to go about growing a company, but it is the smartest way for you and JC, because this is what is aligned with your vision and the impact that you want to make in the world. So it allows you to be able to keep driving forward, even at the times that are hard. And I think there's, there's a lot of companies that shy away from doing some of these harder things. I know in our company, we have this really hard thing called the robustness of our service. With scale to freedom, it's impacting consulting agencies on the level of sales, marketing, operations, profitability, cash flow. There's so many things that it impacts on. We even do it in a way where we guarantee a 5X ROI. This is not an easy way to run a business. It's hard. It's hard to scale that in some ways. In fact, it's harder to scale than how we help our clients scale, actually. The irony there. But it's something that I just like, I feel a fire inside of me to do because I know it's the thing that our particular clients, it gives them such freedom in their life and ability to really unlock their skills and their, their ability to scale their impact in the world. But it's a harder model for us to scale, but I'm just so committed to doing it. I love that you shared that you're doing something hard with the business because
0: it just feels like the right thing to do. Even if you're doing something easy, let's say, if that's not fulfilling your life, you're eventually going to hate it and want to leave it. Something that we talk about this all the time, we have to train ourselves to be able to, if this is my commitment, if this is my purpose, how do I increase my ability to be able to survive whatever I have? And so like, as we're focusing on this big thing of a thousand jobs, you know, it's not like it's easy. It's not like we don't have people, again, business and people. And so there's always something happening but our commitment is bigger than what, what we're doing today. And we see the impact, right? And we probably wouldn't even see the impact that we have until like generations after. Like we're providing scholarships to the best to be able to send the kids of our employees from day one to the best schools possible here in Nicaragua. And so we want not see that. And me coming from, I got a scholarship to go to the U.S. You know, I was able to like change literally the life of my family and myself because somebody decided to provide somebody in Nicaragua, you know, so I I got to experience something completely different. And now I'm able to do the same for others. And so when you can see that it's about your legacy and what you can actually do in this world, it's a lot bigger than what is the revenue that I can get to get that beach house or that Lambo or, you know, like the stuff that eventually is going to just stay here. You know, you're going to leave at some point, whether you're going to whatever you believe that you're going. Right. So, but what's going to outlast you is the impact that you make. And so how can you really make something that is bigger than yourself?
1: Oh, this is, I'm just speechless. I'm just so inspired by what you were just sharing and by how you're growing your company and how you're living your life. You know, and if you're listening to this episode on the podcast, and you, you don't have a great benefit of seeing Karen's beautiful face. Karen's not like 50, 60 years old. Most often when you hear about legacy, it's people who are like nearing a very high level maturity in their, in their lives, and their career. And they're now they're looking at legacy. And Karen, I don't know if I should ask you how old you, old you are, but I know you're not. You're in
0: a young place in your life and you're just creating such impact. I feel like the best thing that you can go through is struggle. My husband and I—we have like struggle. Like his background is like a very interesting story too. And he grew up in Arkansas, you know. So like you would expect it from me growing up in Nicaragua, right? Like it's a third world country. Like you're expected to struggle. But you know, I feel like once you do that, and just again that experience of coming from this country and then going to the U.S. and seeing all the opportunities and all this experience, and then coming back to it, my scholarship required me to come back and give back to my country. I think from an early age, mm. that probably just like sit a lot in my mind. I have to go back to Nicaragua to do something with this scholarship. You know, I've been giving a gift that I have to be able to provide to others in some way, either by my labor, you know, like working for another company or doing something. Anytime that I look at struggle, that's the best way to learn something real quick. It teaches us a lot. You know, we're like on, in the rough times. Again, I'm still, as you said, very young and I'm sure like I'm making mistakes all the time, but I feel like in this, I'm not wrong. (laughs) No, You're definitely not wrong. You are on fire and on your blazing
1: a pathway for so many others to follow and how absolutely inspiring. I love it. I know that you guys also do some events for agency owners. Tell me a little more about that.
0: Sure. So we're all about community. That's the best way to like grow yourself and grow with others. And we're very, we're, fans of like seeing people grow and growing with others again and anytime that we, this is our first public event that we're doing we do private for inner circle but this is the first time that we're pushing ourselves you know this is another one of those like crazy challenges <laughs> that we have right now <laughs> Everybody, like, I feel like it's just like, what are they doing now? The people are nuts. So, yeah, we're just like bringing a bunch of awesome speakers that we personally want to hear from. And we're asking other people, do you want to hear, you know, about like from them as well? And excited about the people that are attending too, because they're agencies that are kicking butt and just wanting to come together and like have a good time. So, yeah, we're going to Costa Rica in August, August 8, 9, and 10.
1: Oh, wow. That sounds incredible. I was. I was looking over the event and it sounds spectacular. So I know you have some pretty big, pretty big lineup of speakers. Who do you guys have coming out out there?
0: So we're mixing both business, savviness that's uh, not related to digital marketing and then awesome people that are like fully invested in digital marketing. So we have Kevin Harrington, Jesse Itzler. We have Damon Johns. Like So like we have two of like the biggest sharks from Shark Tank. Wow. Uh, we also have Willie Robertson, we have Rachel Miller, we have from the agency's side, Dan Henry, Matt like we have over 20 speakers that I could talk just like wonders from like, every single one of them. And I honestly, we're just so blessed that they are coming together and just sharing with people and it's going to be fun. I cannot wait.
1: So this is going to be like a smaller intimate event where you have an opportunity to rub shoulders with some of the most brilliant business minds in the world.
0: Yes. It's only 200 people. So from anywhere where you sit in that room, you're going to be able to have like a clear view probably of the speakers. You're going to be able to interact with them. Most of the speakers are staying there like extra nights, you know, just to like have a vacation as well. So we're all in the mindset of ourselves and working and just learning from others because that is the best way to grow. Avoid making those mistakes that people have made, like sharing that, I love to share how I messed up. So call me anytime mm-hmm.
1: to, <laughs> to share that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, there's so much you can learn through other people's mistakes. <laughs> and when you can find a proven process that someone else has spent the past decade learning and learning through a lot of trial and error, and especially with, with you guys, you have had 180 agency clients and you had all this data to look at you know, what are the top 20% doing? You guys are bringing that and really being able to share that with agencies and help them be able to put good quality business practices in place. And I love that it's not just the agency people there. And I actually, I've heard this before, like, well, what does it have to do with agencies? Just like, well, everything. Do you want to learn within an echo chamber? Do you want to be doing what everyone else is doing? Or do you actually want to learn how to run a legit business? Because here's the reality is is that one of the biggest challenges with agencies and their ability to scale is that they just are not getting the real business practices that they need in place into their company. They think they are, but they are big, gaping, missing holes. And we've talked about it a lot on the podcast, but I know that you guys are going to be going into that at the event. So that sounds really incredible. So where can people learn more about that?
0: Yeah. So if you want to join us, you can go to buy.thecommitmentsummit.com. You're going just look for me and on Facebook, Karen Height from High Digital. Yeah. Go to buythecommitmentsummit.com. There's information there. If you want to talk to somebody about, you know, like just more details on the event, you can let's book a call or you can just go purchase your ticket right there and then.
1: Okay, great. Are they going to be subjected to the ice bath experience like your team?
0: You know, we are in conversations <laughs> about it because we are crazy and we like to put people through victory. So honestly, like that's one of the things that we're planning on doing. I'm not sure because it's 200 people. I'm not sure if we're going to like be able to pull it off, but we're definitely like planning on trying to. Care, so. It's a lot of well, ice, 200 people dumping yeah. it in pools of ice it's, <laughs> it's in, in the middle of the jungle. Of
1: jungle. Yeah. Well. But I think that rest assured, you will not have to do it for 200 people because I doubt all 200 people in the room will actually be willing and crazy enough to do it. So you say that
0: (laughs) and then everyone's like, okay, I'm going to do it. I feel peer pressure. Peer pressure is a real thing.
1: (laughs) Peer pressure can go both ways. It can be very positive. We definitely utilize the peer pressure factor in our programs to help people grow. Because I'll tell you that that is a much more effective coercion tool than just having advisors say, go do something.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like everybody do this. And like, yeah, everybody do it. You see like, okay, something about it. It's a cool experience. I highly suggest it for sure. Like you need to do it with your team for sure.
1: Okay. Well, I'll have to stretch a little bit. I've done the the cold showers, but I think my limit is about one minute. So I'll have to work up to it. So Karen, as we're wrapping it up, is there any other question that maybe I didn't ask you that you'd like to answer?
0: I I think we cover a lot of it, but I'm excited, honestly, to connect with anybody that's listening to this. Mandy, thank you so much for like sharing this platform and just like allowing me to share a little bit of my story. I'm all about connections. so if anybody wants to like ask me anything, I'm an open book. <laughs> just reach out. Wow. Well, <laughs> yeah, and
1: what's the best way to reach out again? I, so, I know that you shared the commitment summit, but what's yeah. Uh, so reach out.
0: the best way, I think it's on Facebook. I'm there a lot and I try to share what we're doing there. So yeah, go follow me there, I guess, on Facebook, Karen Height. H-I-T-E. Correct. Yes, H I T.
1: Okay, <laughs> H-I-T-E. All right. Well, Karen, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been such a pleasure. I've loved hearing about your vision and everything that you're creating. And you and JC are just changing the world with business. And it's so inspiring. Thanks so much for being on. Thank you. I love it. Thank you so much. <laughs>